episode of Nonprofit Video Comms. We talk about video marketing tips to help your nonprofit be seen, get funded, and be more helpful. Before I start the episode, I just wanted to say thank you for everyone who has subscribed and listened so far. I've received uh, some good feedback. Um, apparently, this has been helpful and on point, according to someone. I've been really enjoying doing this. We've done 10 episodes in a short period of time, and I'm hooked. I really enjoy doing this. So thank you again. And here's to uh, many more to come. So let's start uh, this episode. Many of us in nonprofits do marketing uh, materials and content in specialties that we're not specifically trained in. That could be graphic design, copywriting, photography, video, email campaigns, whatever technology. Um, But in terms of anything visual, photography and video, for example, what if you are accidentally being insulting? What if you're hurting people? What if you're contributing negatively to a very serious topic or a, a toxic narrative that we're as a society trying to minimize. More importantly, how do you know that you don't know? Well, that's understandable because when we're dealing with visuals uh, and visual communication, the rules are not clear. The rules are not set in stone. They are only maybe taught in school, in my opinion, from a teacher who might be aware about this kind of topic. And in my experience in any sort of college or university course that deals with visuals, it seems that this topic of ethical or irresponsible imagery is kind of an art history or a art theory topic. Allow me to give you a few tips on what to avoid Oh yes, and one more thing. I'm going to start referring to to this uh, to this topic as visual grammar. Now, quickly, what that means is visual grammar refers to the cultural perception of certain visuals or combinations of visuals and symbols. It refers to what we, as a, as a group of people, tend to agree on as a meaning behind certain symbols and imagery. Examples of that are, in some cultures, the color red often means urgency or danger, and that culture seems to agree. And then it's used for stop signs, it's used for uh, exit signs, it's used for... um, Maybe uh, in, in, in fiction you might rely on a red font as signifying some kind of danger. But in other cultures, red is considered positive. It's considered good luck. Let's see, in other cultures, in film, fast cuts and a fast editing and fast rhythm is is uh, sort of action-packed. It gives you the feeling of urgency and action. But I've read that in... Uh, Chinese action movies, filmmakers tend to favor a long shot without a lot of cutting and editing 
to show sort of the mastery of the human movement. So the action comes from good choreography and good coordination. So an analogy would be if we speak a language with our mouths or on paper, you could say one sentence one way and the same sentence a different way. And that order of words, that grammar is what sort of changes the meaning or intention of the same sentence. Same thing happens with visuals. So here are three examples of things to avoid in your visual grammar. First one is angles that might be saying the wrong thing. Very, very basically. I won't get into too much detail here. You could take a full course on this. But at the most basic level, some angles that say certain things in film or in photography include a ground or a worm's eye view. So looking up at the subject from the ground, that tends to show the person as big or powerful or successful or proud. An angle that points down, called a bird's eye view, can say that the subject is in the presence of something big or is is lower in some way or... Uh, depending on their facial reaction, they could be sad or shrunken down uh, emotionally um, or lower in uh, some sort of society or hierarchy. In the documentary world, a uh, an eye-level angle, so the, a camera pointing straight at the person's face, it's generally agreed that it's neutral. It's considered... Uh, standing on the same footing. The reason this is important is that you'll see in a lot of amateur marketing materials angles that don't work with the message. So you might have a uh, campaign that's trying to empower women, but you will have a camera angle looking downward at a woman in the photograph. There might be people in this photograph around her, and it sort of feels or signifies kind of a, uh, a lower status or, or a, something that requires pity. But the job here was supposed to be empowerment. So when in doubt, I would say to anyone who is not a full-time or, or a specialist in visual communication, go with neutral. If you're browsing through stock photography, if you're shooting or filming or photographing by yourself, don't gamble with angles. Uh, keep it neutral. That way you can you tend to have more flexibility with uh, your messaging. The second thing to avoid is uh, how we place the main subject or the person inside this photo or this video. So you might have heard of white saviorism, where the person who's, who's there to do some kind of mission work, volunteers, and I don't know, the CEO or president of something, is taking a group photo, and they tend to show up a lot in the photos in the middle as sort of like the, uh, the main reason for the photo. But you never intended it this way. You were trying to celebrate the people in the photo. 
but it's that placement, it's that positioning. In terms of visual grammar, people are generally looking for a few quick cues of, of what's happening in the, in, the, in the story of the photo, in uh, the, what carries the most weight. And putting something smack in the middle might be saying a lot that you did not mean to say. You could consider placing the main subject off to the side or maybe in the back row. And I bet that would line up with your intention a little bit more. So when in doubt, I would say, ask yourself, what is the point of my visual? What am I trying to achieve? Who is this about? Who am I trying to lift up and photograph that? The third thing to avoid in uh, bad visual grammar practices in terms of an order, this is mostly about video, in terms of the order of your clips, this is uh, a really tough one to master, but let's, let's uh, talk about an example here. There's a, uh, uh, an experiment a long time ago in film, uh, sorry, in photography, it's called the Kuleshov effect. And the order that the audience was shown certain photographs changed the meaning to these people but no meaning was ever presented. They were shown photos randomly in different orders, and the audience created meaning in their heads. One example would be showing a photograph of a baby, and the next photograph would be a coffin. Some people went, uh, oh, that signifies uh, the baby dying. It seems pretty clear. It seems pretty straightforward but no one suggested it. It was just the order of the photographs. If you looked at any photograph by itself without another photograph next to it, you wouldn't, you'd, you would come up with all, an, any other kind of meaning. When you reversed those photos, coffin and then a baby, some people became poetic. They said, oh, this means a, um, a revival. This means a... a, a death and life and I don't know I don't remember exactly the results but I do remember that order of images creates meaning in the viewer and that is a really difficult thing to predict and control if you've seen the movie Arrival there's a great use of the Kuleshov effect in the intro I won't tell you more about it but that's just sort of to uh, back up this idea that it's a very real and powerful thing. So to wrap that up, I've given you three, although there are many more, I've given you three ways to avoid saying the wrong thing visually. The first one was angles that might say the wrong thing. When in doubt, go neutral, go eye level. The second thing is placement of the main subject. Maybe try not to overdo it with a particular person in the middle of the photograph, move them around a bit, ask yourself what the true intention of your photograph is. The third thing was putting the order of clips or images. Uh, ask yourself how you feel or what you think happens when you put certain video clips in certain orders. You, want, you wouldn't want to uh, say the wrong thing. I'm very proud that we're at the 10th episode. Here's to many more. You can meet me on LinkedIn, look up David Fu, P-H-U, and I invite you to go to my website, nonprofitvideocoms.ca. For the nonprofit with a lower budget, we offer training so that you can uh, do it yourself and do it uh, longer term. And of course, we offer full service video production. 
thank you again and see you next time.